God, the priest of the Israelites. My fucking what I'm getting for lunch tomorrow is a fucking emergency. Need a lot of fucking money. Um, there's an article in like SF Gate that was just like that was because there's some convention, like some like kink thing, and there is like thousands of gay men are coming to San Francisco is the city ready for the monkeypox outbreak? Wow. Like, Jesus. That's fucking terrible. It's dude. insane. Yeah. That's unsurprising Whoa. as well. Also, for some reason, they have my email, so I got it in my email. It's like, hello. Uh-huh. The general liberal population of San Francisco loves to brag about the gay population and is also freaked out whenever the gay population shows up. Mm-hmm. That's very know. true. San Francisco politics is, is very funny in that way. Where, like, anytime pride happens and there's something a little bit wiggity going on, someone acts like they just snuck up behind them. No, yeah. They're like, I'm not homophobic. I live amongst these crazed perverts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did much. you know they have a whole neighborhood? <laughs> is uh, the anyways. Oh. Well, so yeah, we get everyone. We don't have to, I was just gonna say. No, Castro you can ask. Like is the Castro the historic like gay cultural center it once was, or has that? They put rainbow flags on the sidewalk, Josh. <laughs> That's as gay as it gets. Okay, it doesn't matter fun. if people are displaced. Mm-hmm. If the people there who used to build the neighborhood don't live there anymore, neighborhoods okay? just the sidewalks idea. are fucking rainbow the sidewalks are gay everyone's gay when you walk across the street in the castro amen nice it's just like how if you go to the fillmore district in front of all of the um uh in front of all the department stores are just like name plaques of the black owned jazz clubs that used to be there (laughs) (laughs) yeah wowza should we begin the podcast that is called smite me that is about the Torah. Oh my God, bring us in. Um, hello. This is that. Hi. This is that. Um, I am here with my co-hosts, Josh Marcus. Hello, hello. And Ayane Hayashi. Hello. And my guest today is a returning guest, our friend Geneva Rust Orta. Hello. Geneva well, is Welcome back. What's, in what's my going apartment. on? Yeah, you guys are in the same place. We are uh, picking up on each other's audio, getting all the monkey box. Oh no! That Actually, the, it's <laughs> that's a little known fact, but uh, the monkey pox spreads through podcasting. You heard it here first. Why New York has it's such like, a you know such a center of it? <laughs> Damn. That's why you never hear any of the big podcasts talk about it. Okay. It's the first virus to target comedians. <laughs> Okay, so we're doing a we're doing a Torah episode today, aren't we? We are, yeah. Right? We have just a lot of uh, a lot of rules to get into. I mean, I guess we can. Does anyone have any smiteables or Jews? And in... I feel like there was a Jew in the new, but I forget what it was. <laughs> Jew in the new. It did Biden went to Israel? But we already talked about that, right? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. He did. He did his his American and Israel thing. Um, I don't know that that uh, Zelensky, the Ukraine guy, was like did a Vanity Fair photo shoot or some shit. Oh, where you said the war in Ukraine makes him hornier for his wife. That one. <laughs> did he say <laughs> that, or do you mean more just he visually said that? It was like a very sensual. I might be parsing words. <laughs> photo shoot of him and his wife, and he's like. That's his whole thing is the awful, awful conflict tragedy. So remember when they wanted him to speak at the Oscars? Oh yeah. That's so that's so <laughs> odd. I um up here in the uh, you know, beautiful region of Marin, there's so many like fancy houses with Ukraine flags in a way that I just find so I just find it really strange. Like I just I want to know, like, did they get an Instagram targeted ad for it? Did they just like buy it on Amazon? Is there some like nineteen-year-old college kid who's like, people are going to really want these? Like, I'm just going to start selling them. <laughs> I don't know. There was a comedian named Demi Dijuibe who's very funny, and he his Twitter account like got flamed because he said that the Ukraine flag looks like a minion. <laughs> People were not happy that he said that. That's very funny. That's I feel like they're just mad because it, it hits close to home. Uh, are fucking... <laughs> Flags are dumb. Um, so is treating a, a land war in Europe like um, like a episode of reality television. Well, that's Jews in the news. Um. Unless anyone else has anything, is there anyone oh, else who's going to play like a Jewish I, person? I saw a take forming. I didn't want us to move on. Okay, well, I don't know if this is worse or the same as flags, but I do work in a restaurant with a Russian kale salad, and a woman was like, "I'll have the Ukrainian kale salad." No way! Hell yeah! I was so confused, and then I was like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh you're a good person. Got it." <laughs> you should have charged her double. Been like, yeah, it's the Ukrainian ones. Oh, you want to eat the Ukrainian people? Yeah, very supportive. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like nine eleven shit when people were calling them freedom fries. Yeah, I I think she was trying to start a thing. It was also like a mom with her child. I've seen that on menus and shit. Doing that in front of your child is so funny, though. It was like a teenager. Wait, like- were they, did their eyes roll all the way back like three times around? I, Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait, so, John, you said you've seen that in multiple places. What are these places? And what, are, what exactly are you seeing? I've seen like c- cocktail bar, or not cocktail, like bars that have, a, like instead of the Moscow mule, like the Ukrainian mule. Like, dumb bullshit like that. That also sounds derogatory. It does. <laughs> Ukrainian mule. Yeah. That, that sounds bad. I mean, um, these people are great at shooting themselves in the foot. Not even, like, the Kiev cow? Come on. Yeah, it sounds like kind of a bespoke, like, British insult, you know? like Ukrainian mule. Or, like, something that would be in a tabloid. It sounds like a character from like a bad boys film. Like I'm the Ukrainian mule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. The balls, yeah, the shirt's it. wide open. <laughs> the chains are gleaming. Hairy, hairy chest. Speaking of yeah. which, has has Michael Bay weighed in on the conflict in Ukraine? <laughs> he really I mean, he does love explosions. I was thinking that. It's a good time for explosions. Huge <laughs> explosions are doing <laughs> awesome. <laughs> They're really doing well. Yeah, big visibility for explosions these days. <laughs> and Jews. Uh, That's true. <laughs> yeah, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. Uh, Jared Kushner um, has a book coming out. Oh, good. We should read it. It's called uh, Breaking History. <laughs> what? Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. That's so it's, dumb and so good. It's his manual for the everyday man's way to, to time travel breaking history what if it was just like secretly like a really radically anarchist just like oh like he can get away with that because no one's gonna read it yeah, yeah i can see that mm-hmm. no it's mainly like steve bannon like i've seen some excerpts of it floating around at work and like it's like steve bannon was mean to me um, oh i definitely want to read about steve bannon being mean to him he said he would snap <laughs> oh, him in half um, and then wow. was, like also mean to Ivanka, and then also apparently that the uh, Make America Great Again hat made like eighty thousand dollars a day when they were selling it in twenty sixteen. I mean, that's not um, surprising. What's a- I mean, also, I feel like it's not that surprising. Untrue. Steve Bannon was mean to him. Doesn't Steve Bannon hate Jews? <laughs> right. That's why it's so crazy. Presumably, he's. I will say, Steve Bannon, um, up until fairly recently, had a like beautiful hair i don't know if you guys oh no yeah he had a lovely he looks like man. fucking michael mcdonald when he's looking good <laughs> <laughs> i don't know bad guy it's just but... like it's the, all the same category to me is like articles that conservative women write being like like there's misogyny in the maga movement and then like fucking this guy like kushner being like can you believe Steve Bannon was mean to me? Like, yeah, man, it's Steve Bannon. Like, can you believe a, a snake bit me? Like, yeah, it's a snake. Also, I don't know if he's looked in the mirror. I wouldn't be surprised if Ivanka is very mean to him. I feel like a lot of people are probably just kind of mean to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean... I, c- I would be, too. The man probably has a big chip on the old shoulder. That's <laughs> it. We like to check in on Jared Kushner offer often enough that I hear way too much about Jared Kushner. <laughs> just like he's some real estate guy's son. I hope his book is just a bunch of like pranks he did on all these people. <laughs> like I, I switched their face cream with foot cream. Like that's breaking history. <laughs> he does. I will say I mean, now you say that he has a very boyish face. Like he could be a summer camp boy. Like, I can picture him posing for Shabbat photos in his little white polo, cherubically. <laughs> he also said he was going to fix the, uh, he was going to bring peace to the Middle East. That's, that's, I mean, he did Kush's it. Legacy. Right. I'm sorry. Kush, man. I didn't mean to speak, I didn't mean to speak in the wrong tense there. Mm-hmm. It'd be funny if Biden, like, reached out to Jerish Kudish and be like, I need you back. <laughs> Gotta break peace, man. I could see I'm that. I'm sure he has. I'm sure he has. I'm sure. No, he's floated it to his like advisors. Just be like, should we get Jay Kush's ideas on this? Like, no, no president. Jay Kush. Jay Kush. Yeah, love that. 
Did we die? Right, did anyone uh, did anyone get smited? Or did see anyone who deserves to be? I mean, plenty of people deserve to be smited. <laughs> I've got I, I had a, a, a very smite worthy encounter with someone else today. I was really hoping oh. for the lightning bolt. Oh, just vent it out. It yeah, tell us. I, mean, I like that you gave us a lead in like, did anyone see someone who's just like a real piece of shit? Did anyone see some fucking bullshit today? Yeah. Um, so the story begins as, uh, you know, most excitement in my life does at the farmer's market today. Um, in the parking lot, there's a lot of turmoil over grabbing spots, people driving recklessly. Um, yeah, and I was heading out and I was with my parents and Lana and like, people always like sit and wait for people to pull out. Um, and this woman was doing that and was in a bunch of people's way and then realized it. So she started to go into reverse just straight at us. And then she saw us kind of slow down for a second. And I think assumed we would move and then just kept reversing even more, but kind of slowly. So it was just this Prius coming at us really slowly, but really close to us. And then I just started banging on the back of her trunk. <laughs> just like, don't Oh, you were a pedestrian. I was a pedestrian, yeah. And she saw you. And she saw us, and she kept backing up. And then we were kind of giving her the, like, what the hell are you doing look. And then she was kind of just like, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And she had a dog in the front seat. And it was just, to me, it was like the mixture of seeing us, still backing up, and then just like, well, what do you want me to do? I'm going to go ahead and assume you went home without popping one of her tires. And I think that's where you fucked up. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, I don't think she, I don't think she went home feeling like, dang, I really shouldn't have done that. And she was just like, why is everyone so mean? <laughs> They're overreacting. I literally two days ago, I watched someone almost hit a bicyclist and they just ripped their entire side view mirror off their car. <laughs> Damn, that's awesome that's, also just kind of impressive that's, like how do you do how do you do that it's not that hard oh it's not that hard downward motion you can just kind of <laughs> hammer fist one out wow that's good to know <laughs> good to know yeah when you <laughs> said ripped i imagine history what's got to be harder is to do it in a way where you get to keep the mirror you know i mean you could always that's hard for it but to just grab be on a bike and just grab it like with your mouth just bite it off <laughs> <laughs> That would fucking terrify the drug. Like you would not mess around with someone. Bit your that would really scare somebody. Yeah, taking a bite out of someone's car. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. Well, I hope someone bites that lady's car. Bite you too. on the Prius. All right. I wonder how many times a day she runs into people with her car. Like, yeah, it's probably not the first time. She's gotten closer, I would guess. She's probably used to people being like, oh, it's like a hot lady in a Prius. I'll just back up. Will you tell us, Josh? (laughs) You don't have to tell us. (laughs) I mean, she was a certified smoke show. You know, didn't do that. No, she just was like, I would just say a normal and every, just a normal person in a normal Prius with a normal dog. And uh, maybe a less than normal uh, respect for the sanctity of human life. (laughs) Evil bad heart. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Heart of coal. Yeah. So anyway. You should uh, you should bring a little bit more of that uh, that excitement from the city to Marin, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Pop her fucking tire next time, dude. But then I feel like I would show up on next door and I'd be like, <laughs> it would be Mister Next Door. It's a good spot to be at. Yeah, that's true. I guess honestly, making the next that's kind of what stopped us from stealing lemons from people's bushes with a conspicuous ring home cameras <laughs> because it's like you would end up on like the next door police. Everyone's a fucking cop. 
Yeah. Everyone's a fucking narc. Yeah. <laughs> My grandparents uh, got a ring, and I I used to pee in their front yard before I went in because they just, just talked to me a lot. Oh, like this is just my routine. <laughs> cool. <laughs> because they talk to you too much. That's so funny. I, I usually Wait, have to be the one talking. Because she would go inside and oh, they'd yeah, be they like, Jenny, this is good to see you. Because you have to go to the fucking bathroom and you can't be rude to your grandparents. Wow. I completely understand. Yeah, piss in the yard before you Wait, go so in there. Finish you know the story. But now they have a ring. So I can't do it because they'll see me on video like pissing in their front yard before I come in. So there's the, never... The neighbors seeing you is never much of a concern. It was just the, the audience who mattered. Yeah, I don't care about the neighbors at all. And yeah. I'm glad you stopped when they got the ring. Because the story could have also been like, I walked in and they like had a printed, I mean, they probably don't know how to print stuff, but they just have like an enlarged like picture of you peeing in the bushes. Yeah, and they're and like, ring we need. works with the cops. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. They're too into their ring, it's uncomfortable. There's a generational affinity for the ring that I find pretty concerning. Mm-hmm. They love it. They all do. You know what else loves rings is um, God, electrical tape. Moses. Oh, oh. <laughs> electrical <laughs> tape. Oh, yeah. That's a fun. Hobbits. On there. Yeah, <laughs> hobbits love yeah. it too. All right, should we? Yeah. We're stalling. Should we talk yeah, about? There's this plenty to get into. So yeah. <laughs> fucking okay. Well, I mean, this is kind of nice. Ring, God, cops, whatever. So the two portions we read this week are um. I actually did have a, a cohesive thought there, but it came out of order, which makes it gibberish. Um, we're talking about Shaftim and Kitetse. Um, I forgot to look up what they mean, uh, you know, but I, I, w- I will tell you this. Um, it's a lot of rules. Well, it's a pretty good yeah, rules, rules chapter, rules. I would say. In the scheme of the rules chapters, there's a lot of, there's a lot of material here. It's juicy. You know why I think it's so juicy is because... Usually with the rule chapters, we don't get a lot of narrative, but here we kind of do because there's so many hypotheticals where it's like the hypotheticals they bring up, like tell a little story of something that clearly happened that they had to make a rule about. Yeah. It's also fun because I think most of the time the rules generally follow a theme and it gets a little boring because it's just like, oh, here's all the different variations of a cow knocking over a fence. This one's a little bit more stream of consciousness. The same things will come up again, but they're not they're not all strung together. Like no cross dressing, <laughs> no wedgies. <laughs> no uh murder cities times two. Times yeah. three, right? Well um two blocks of three. All right. Let let's get to actually before we get into it, uh Geneva, did you have any any overall thoughts on this one? Um, is this the one where you can take a hot lady or is that the other one? That's the second, That's the second one that one. we did. Okay, so is you can take this is the one where the old people have to feel bad about the dead guy. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's the one. Very into that one. Very into how it's the elders' job to deal with the random dead body. Um, I don't know exactly how this ended up being, but this one has a a, a kind of fun disdain for human authority, not so much for God authority. But uh, we'll get into it. It's a little bit. It's a little bit fun. So, okay, shelf team. Let's start it off. Number one, God says there has to be judges and there have to be cops. 
technically at this point, I'm already done, but we've also read this entire book. We're going to keep going. Um, but you're not allowed to pervert justice, and that includes showing favoritism and taking bribes. Oh, that's not so bad. And then we get this um, really big famous line, the one that is justice, justice, you shall pursue, which uh, a lot of people have done some pretty good things using that line as inspiration. But uh, wow, it's really surrounded by a context of kind of bullshit. Yeah, and it's also like, oh, wow, so inspiring. You said the word twice. Okay, I will pop a little quote here. It says, uh, justice, justice, you shall pursue that you may thrive and occupy the land that the Lord your God is giving you. It's like, so it kind of rhymes. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, all this has like a little dusting of uh, occupation, I would say. Oh, yeah. More than a dusting. Occupation and imperialism, baby. Mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the salt that makes this soup smack. Um, <clears throat> My God, that's the salt that makes this soup smack. <laughs> okay, so you're not allowed to plant uh, in a shara or trees near an altar of the Lord. So this is an interesting little thingy that, number one, I read that and that felt a little bit personal since I have a habit of planting trees in public property. Um, but also that you can't plant in a shara, which Nashera is this interesting thing that used to basically be a female deity that the Israelites used to worship, um, but that they weren't allowed to do that anymore because a lot of this book is about uh, reforming and re-updating the old religion to the new times. Uh, that this was written. So there you go. That's a fun little thing. Um, you can't make bad monuments, by the way. God hates that. If you make monuments, they must be good. No pillars. Um, no pillars. None of that fucking stupid bullshit. Um, also, did your translations have the word Asherah in them? I'm curious. No, I don't think so. That's the pillars that you read. It's like super de-emphasized mm. um, in from Greek translations going onwards. Yeah, and ours, um, or at least in the one, the one I have, it's kind of just say, yeah, it's like no stone pillars, and it kind of just reads more anti-Egyptian than anything. It's like, don't build an obelisk. Don't do cat eye you know, eyeliner. <laughs> as tempting None as it that. may be. <laughs> Not a good look. You want some glam, Yeah. <laughs> This is purely a trend. It, it won't age well. Yeah. <laughs> I'll love middle part head cards. Yeah. Um, so um, if anyone within the faith starts worshiping anything that isn't commanded by God, you, you got to stone them. Dead. All done. Um, this is a very punitive book. This is punitive with an interesting twist. You need at least two eyewitnesses to condemn someone to death, right? Which, bleh, condemning people to death. But the twist is the witnesses who testify against you also have to be the ones who, like, strike you to kill you first, which is kind of hilarious. Yeah, put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Where it's like, if you're going to testify against this person, like, you be, better be ready to throw down. Um... If you can't figure it out in the court, then you take it to the priests and then they decide what to do. And if you decide that the priests have a bad decision, then fuck you and you're banished from Israel. Um, then they get into this little thing where they're about to get to the Holy Land. So they're going to have to appoint a king, which is kind of interesting because most people don't get to appoint kings. They get a king that rules over them. Um, it's not They're not allowed to be a foreigner. That's a big no-no. Um, and the interesting thing about this Israelite king is they're not allowed to get horses. 
because they might ride you all back to Egypt, which is kind of hilarious. Um, they're not allowed to take many wives, and they're not allowed to hold large troves of gold and silver. And actually, what you have to do instead is write two Torah scrolls, and you have to read them every day. My general interpretation of this being because fuck your king. I'm God. This is the priest's um, rule, king's rule <laughs> section. I think they're just, it seems like they don't really want too much power concentrated in. Oh, guy. shit, I forgot. Yeah, it's, it's priests writing this, so that's what that is. That's like, we're actually top dog. Fuck the king. Actually, the king has to do our job. I gotta read read my very special book. Yeah. Um, Levites get no inheritance, but you have to give them all your best shit. Uh, kind of whenever they... They kind of can just travel around and show up, and you have to give them their little silly meal, which consists of the four-leg jaw and the maw of the cow. Are you guys familiar with what the maw is? No. Um, it's the fourth stomach of a, of a cow. And what is in there is actually the enzymes that you used to make cheese back in the day. Hmm. Oh. it. Yeah, and ours is why not all... Oh, as you say, in my translation, it just talks about giving them the shoulder and the belly, which to me sounded more appealing than the maw and the jaw. Seems like it <laughs> updated the, the food preferences. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I guess it really just is about how much you like cheese. But fun fact, not all cheeses are vegetarian because they do. Some of them do use traditional rennet, which is derived from the fourth stomach of a cow, also known as the maw. Uh, <laughs> not to be confused with the jaw. Um, you're not allowed to burn your kids on purpose. So, that I mean, that one's fine, I think, generally speaking. And there's no charmers, no necromancers, no sorcerers, no witches, no groovy people, no fucking fortune tellers, none of that shit. Did you um, say groovy people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's mostly because God's going to set you up with a prophet, which is like way cooler, obviously, than charmers and sorcerers. Um, and then they have this uh, interesting idea where uh, if they lie about that the fact that they're speaking for the prophet lies that they're speaking for god then they'll die um and that that's different than other people's magic and that another way to know that a prophet is lying is that if they get shit wrong then they were lying um, it also it kind of so, takes pains to remind like the reason you need a prophet is because remember that one time i spoke to you directly as a people and you all were like scared little babies and cried and were afraid of the mountain that was on fire it's just a little fun callback <laughs> Oh my god, that was the episode you were on with us, Geneva. Wow. Was it? Oh yeah. Oh cool. Yep. Nice. And you know hey. what? That's the salt that makes the soup slap. <laughs> I just <laughs> love on. I love a coincidence like that. <laughs> All right. So um Oh, you're supposed to do the City of Refuge stuff, which if you need a, a quick reminder, that's just if you murder someone on accident, you get to run to this city and you get to live out your the rest of your life because you did it on accident but not if you did it on purpose yeah the cleansing of blood guilt is a big theme of this chapter and many like i feel like you gotta just settle your i also feel like it's so bizarre that in a a, a book that is about setting the rules and laws and stuff they're just convinced that like look if some accident happens like that person just has to run like obviously the court's not going to be able <laughs> yeah. to figure this one out yeah that's a good point it is really funny um, that they differentiate. They're like, if you like killed someone on purpose, like you have to die, and if you kill someone on an accident, like yeah, you probably 
get out of here, buddy. <laughs> Isn't that the plot of The Lion King? Like, Scar tells Simba to run, and then he goes and he's raised by Timon and Pumbaa, and he has a great life. There's an intentional murderer in that one, though, right? Mm, but Simba thinks he killed his dad on accident the whole time. He's like, oh, That's this right, is all yeah. my fault, but I didn't mean to do it. It's a situation I think that Tora never contemplated when you think you killed someone. Yeah. But you, but you didn't. Clearly some old men are going to have to measure some shit and take a cow over and figure it out. <laughs> yeah, should we talk about that? Because that's pretty pretty special. Oh, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Um, uh, another just fun one is that if you're testifying against someone in court and you lie about it and they figure it out, you actually get the punishment that you are trying to advocate for the person, which is like, that's... Um, Very fucker I can find out. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the justice system, but I think I would be a little bit more down if that's how it worked. Yeah. Um like every like freewheeling like Texas prosecutor who sentenced sentenced the wrong guy to the death penalty. Not that I yeah. like capital punishment, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like an Uno I reverse just, card. It's like taste of your own medicine. That would also make for some very dramatic court television. Yep, and no incel or men's right activist would ever use it to their benefit ever. Um, don't nope. think about it too much. Anyway. Um, okay, so there's a bunch of stuff that's um, hyping up, like this is what you're supposed to do to hype people up for war. And maybe it's just the English of it, but I couldn't really understand what they were trying to say. Um, it sounded like what they were supposed to be like hyping you up for were like, actually amazing reasons to not go to war but i don't want to get too much yeah it's like if you have a wife go home if you have a kid yeah (laughs) go home and like settle the score like say good like kiss them goodbye and come back was the vibe right no it also said if you're a coward you don't have to do it oh (laughs) the coward's loophole yeah i was like if you're scared don't worry about it i would love that imagine if you could get at it like Imagine if you could get out of IDF service by just being like, and it's scary. I am in the Um. Okay, so here's the deal about War 2. We get some war stuff. So number one, you always have to give your enemy an option to be basically become like a, a tributary protectorate um, where they're allowed to kind of retain some level of independence, but they pay you. They're a slave, right? Um, my version that... said the word slave. Well, you can... Oh. oh. I mean, that's not what the Chabad translation was. Not that one is better than the other. That's oh, yeah. You shall different. serve at forced labor. That's what mine says. Right, right. yeah. Mine says forced oh, labor. No, never mind. Never mind tributary uh, protectorate. You just have to enslave them. You have to give them the option of being slaves first. Or they die. That makes sense. Yeah. So then when you go to war with them, you have to uh, eradicate all of the men and sell their women and children into slavery. Not you can. You have to. Or you can um, take them as booty as well. Yep. Um, but treasure. in cities of certain nations, you actually have to completely do do genocide. Uh, you know, and that's just Amorites, Hittites, fucking whatever kind of other ites. A fun little bit them. is later in this chapter. It's like you shouldn't punish people for the sins of their father or like you shouldn't, <laughs> uh, you know, and, the, and vice versa. And then, but it's like also, but there are a certain group of people who you you will kill all of them. 
<laughs> there's a there's a select group of people where that's entirely yeah right. there's some people whose fathers <laughs> were real pieces of work and you know you just gotta kill them also this is fun one because someone described it to me i remember in a particularly poignant uh uh it's happening as a kid but you're not allowed to cut down fruit trees when you're at war um nice. and that's because in the bible it even says hey man eat that shit don't knock it down there's a little passage um in that section where it's kind of like make sort of a funny argument as if it's not self-evident to just like eat you know save the things that make food for people it's also like can like are trees of the field human can they withdraw before you besiege the city it's like they're trees they can't run away it's like yeah (laughs) it's like for sure (laughs) there must have been one guy who like that was his move was like he would cut down all the trees and like was not listening to people when they were like we need the trees and then god had to come in and be like no, let me explain. Andy the X. No, this one guy is chill. for sure for sure wrong. Yeah. He's not doing it right. Um that's that's incredible. Um okay, so now we get to now we get to some of the truly blessed content here. Um which is can I pose a question to you, John? Yes, always. Hey, let's say I was walking around in the field. And I found a dead guy. And I don't know what happened. What should I do, John? You're asking me? Yeah. Um, take a picture of that shit, dude. Well, I'll Post tell you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they love that shit. Basically, what you got to do is you got to go get the uh, the elders from three the three nearest cities. Okay? And they all got to come together. And they're all going to measure the distance from the corpse to the nearest city. With big old measuring tapes. Um, and whichever one is the closest, the people of that city then have to take a little calf, a little ba, or that's not what calves make, whatever. Um, and they have to lead it into a valley while they're all deliberating. Then they have to cut its head off, and everyone in the community has to watch. And the elders will turn around and say, Hey, don't be murdering people. And that's how you figure out exactly what to do when you find a corpse and you don't know what happened to it. Did I miss any details, anyone? Or is that kind of... Did you add in that it's in a river? Oh, I forgot about that. They're doing this all in the rapids. They have lines, right? Don't they have, like, an incantation? Oh, I didn't write the incantations Mm -hmm. because I thought people might not like them. But we can read the incantations. People might not like them. (laughs) Are we going to... Bible... We're going to edit out the parts that people aren't going to (laughs) like? I mean, does anyone want to read the incantations? I don't have it in front of me. I think it was just like, I didn't do this. I didn't see this, is what they say. I didn't see this? <laughs> They're like, I wasn't watching. This reminds me, um, I had a professor once uh, who was from Jamaica, and he said that there was a time when he was growing up where the police tried to solve a murder by staging like a little play of the murder and then seeing who in the play looked the most guilty like fucking hamlet or something (laughs) wait where was this um i think it was like he just was describing how that was some that happened in the 80s in jamaica once (laughs) it's fucking (laughs) yeah but also like that's kind of what's happening here it's just like well they're they looked like they didn't know anything when they pretended to murder a cow so Oh, I get what they're doing now. 
They're they're literally just killing a cow in front of everyone and being like, "Does this look familiar?" <laughs> Does this ring any bells? Does it ring any cowbells? <laughs> okay, so now we're into now we're into key to say. We're into the big big um, rules thing. This one's a little darker. Um, this is a there's going to be a lot about treating women as property uh in this next little bit and if uh you know that that kind of just sucks but that's also this is the bible so i don't i don't know what you expected um it's not our fault Janine. so <laughs> but the, it's really it comes across as no this is how you can be nicer than you've been being it kind of yeah, does yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. This was this was as progressive as the writers got. Yeah, this is God at his most like liberal. He's like, whoa, 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 no, chill. I got I I've been listening. You take him as a slave, <laughs> but you treat him well. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so a lot of I'm not saying, I'm just saying about rights, I would say. <laughs> rights, property, humanity. Yeah. So if you conquer a city and enslave a woman and you want them to be your wife, then guess what? You got to let them mourn for their fathers for a month and then they can be your wife and you're allowed to be intimate with them. Wait, is, it, sell them. is it just because you just killed their father? Is that the implication? I think theoretically. Yeah. Uh, and then you give them a month to get over it. Yeah, it's like grief, grief leave. <laughs> Very progressive. You know, and also, I'm sure since they're a slave, like, you have to, you know, you can just be like, hey, every day for the next month, you have to be processing your trauma. Okay? You can't put that off for later. <laughs> yeah. July 29th, um, your, your grief should really be ending by now. It says right here on the big calendar. Um, but here's the deal. Um, if you don't want them to be your wife, you're not allowed to actually sell them for money, and you can't keep them as a servant. Um, I did do a little bit of looking into it, and they mean that you can't sell them for "quote unquote" money, right? So you can still sell them for not coins, not silver. So you can trade them. Yeah, that's what's fucked sure. up about rabbinical commentary is they'll take a line like that where it's like you can't sell someone, they're like, but you can trade. <laughs> you can. <laughs> Just like, come on now. There's some, yeah. I feel like yeah, and you know someone got very heated and took a lot of issue with with that line, but just not the thing that they should have taken issue. With. Yeah, yeah. Bye bye. Intel shit. Bad. Like barely like, makes sense, but yeah. there's something there. Okay, well, here's the deal. Uh, the The Bible is kind of consistent where firstborn shit is always important. The firstborn is the firstborn no matter what. Even if you hate your wife who gives you the firstborn. Doesn't matter. Um, it goes out to say that. Yeah, it says, like, here's the deal. if you have one wife that you is loved and one wife that is unloved, you can't treat the firstborn. You can't just decide that the son from the good wife is the firstborn if they're not. Which is Huge for fail sons good. everywhere. Just oh, kidding. we get more really on fail sons about, in the chapter. Yeah. <laughs> um, and here's the deal. If your kid is rebellious and lazy, 
not just you, but the whole community gets to stone them to death, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of hilarious. But wow. you do have to go to the entire community and be like, my kid is lazy and rebellious. And, and they have to all go, yeah, fuck that guy. And then they all get to Here's my it. problem with that, though, okay? Because it says, it says, like, if the kid is, like, a lazy drunkard, then they all get to stone him to death, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, if you're going to go to a stoning of, like, a shitty you know what I mean? Like, you're going to go to a stoning of a shitty 20-year-old kid that's, like, a drunk. You're not going like to be drinking. Old. Probably. But it says drunkard. Is it just a 10-year-old drunkard? They grew up fast. 10-year-olds get drunk quicker. <laughs> sure. Quicker than we do. What I'm, what I'm saying, though, is if you're going to a stoning, you're going to be drinking. Give me a break. What, are you going to be having a hibiscus tea? No. You got a brewski. You got a tall boy in your hand, in your left hand. You're hucking rocks in the right hand. I don't know if I don't think I could stone someone sober. I think stoning was nerd shit. I think it was like their Dungeons and Dragons. It was because they were really yeah. No, I actually see it. Uh huh. And they like loved laws. Uh huh. So I feel like it would just be their version of like watching Game of Thrones is like to stone someone by throwing stones, rocks from your own hand. Yeah. Like, because they're really into the fandom. Okay. Yeah, I could totally imagine people being like, oh, we're going to go down, like, to the stoning. Do you want to come and just be like, all right, fucking nerds. You just do whatever fucking God tells you to do. Okay. Oh, I got to go kill the guy now. Look, not to give angry Star Wars fans too much credit, but I will say I'm glad that sort of rule-following, aggressive male energy, at least for some people, has shifted more to being upset about what's going on and made up movie stories rather than throwing rocks. Yeah, that way they can tell me that the music that they play in the cantina is jizz. How else would I find out without those guys? And that way they can, like, go on Twitter and harass a black woman who they don't think should be in space. (laughs) That's true. I I love that they do that. (laughs) The nerds will never not be lame. That's true. I feel like you gotta just you gotta find a way to channel that that aggression to something. What's like the uh, what's like how do you how do you let nerds work that out without them harming anyone? You know, I feel like maybe LARPing is kind of a great one because then they're hitting each other with like foam swords. You know, I think I think letting them play their games competitively. Mm. And I think the big problem is that there's not a good way to be competitively into Star Wars. I mean. People are just competitive. Anyone who's like really into that shit is by nature competitive <laughs> about it. And also, yeah, I'm sure yeah. there's like Star Wars trivia nights. Lightsaber battles. Okay, God. all right, we can move on from Star Wars. I didn't mean to derail us with <laughs> the uh, galaxy far, far away. Well, Prequels or sequels? But, okay. Or, or original? No, just kidding. We don't have to do that. Okay. <laughs> Not the I, novels. The, the, uh... <laughs> no. Really like to just sit at recess and read a book with Darth Maul on the cover. It's my favorite thing, thing to, to do. do. A dusty paperback. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to fucking die. Um, okay, so if you hang someone in execution, they have to be buried the same day. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, here's a kind of nice one. It only pertains to other Jews, but look after each other's stuff. And, like, if someone loses something around your house, like hold on to it for them, and when they come asking for it, give it back to them. That's I don't. I, it's you know they had to put it in the book, so someone obviously wasn't doing that. 
Um, There's a lot of I don't but, know how this oxen got here behavior. Yeah, yeah. Um, it also says no cross dressing, which if you you know. Uh, oh, I, I wanted to linger on this provision a little bit because I there's some interesting dialogue about what it means. Um, yeah, I was trying to look into the dialogue about it, but I, I couldn't find too much. I found one. I think it's from an organization called Keshet, which is like a LGBTQ plus sort of friendly, progressive kind of Jewish group, from what I can tell. Um, and they pointed to some sort of big commentators who are like, if this is not exactly, you don't have to read it liberally exactly, or literally exactly. Like, it's not just like, oh, you can't wear this kind of clothes and this kind of body. It's more just like you have to, you want to be, it's just about being like, truthful and genuine with how you present yourself and so they were kind of framing it as like if you are trans or you don't feel like the gender aesthetic all that that's put upon you is the genuine one like you're actually commanded to just like be genuine about who you are and how you present yourself to the world um which i think is like that is an idea i certainly wish for everyone they can just like be who they want to be and not worry about arbitrary stuff but i do feel like the literal text is pretty like it seems fairly irredeemable to me. It's just sort of yeah. like we don't need that one to be the one telling people to be free. Just like they should just do it anyway. That is a fun way to twist it. Like yeah. Oh, and then one of the commentators was like, "Oh, it's yeah. more about adultery. Like you know, a man in woman's clothes. That's like kind of this poetic metaphor for like when you're sleeping around, you're like slipping out of your clothes and into that. Like that's true." true. Again, which is just like Slipping these commentators, one oversized they're like, what if, what if it means the literal exact opposite of what it means? Yeah. I actually saw one uh, that was arguing out there talking about like official clothing. That like in mm. your personal life, you're allowed to do whatever you want. But when it comes down to like ritualistic stuff that is gender segmented, then like where what's appropriate. I don't know. There's not really a lot to. It, it's it's In uh, my opinion, like there's not a lot to read into. There oh, yeah. It's just like. like men should be men and women should be women and that's that which is like in this book constantly over and over again not that i have anything wrong with that organization keshet like trying to put a positive spin on it like i do i do like i think it's a very creative spin but i just think it's something we run into a lot where people we all grew up in liberal backgrounds where like they tried to like take all this irredeemable shit and yeah just be like what if this is actually about conquering your greatest fears instead of what like people? What if it's just like there was some kid who was sick of getting his mom's hand-me-downs? So he was like, can I just get boys' clothes? <laughs> like, or like my sister keeps stretching out my clothes. And it's just about like not having letting your husband stretch out your underwear or whatever. I do love yeah. I feel some like, kid who's tired of wearing a sweatshirt that says "This is Rebecca's." Here's here's what I will say: is that the fact that they had to make this rule means that people have been cross dressing and being trans for fucking ever. Yeah, because otherwise they wouldn't have had to make the rule. Some oh no, straight up the the not rule following Israelites seem pretty cool all the time. They're having parties. They're like hanging out. They're 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 mixing with other people of different cultures and seeing what's up it's just that this book hates also what are these clothes aren't isn't everyone at this time wearing like pretty basic like what are the men's clothes versus the women's clothes 
could be. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't just say that. There could be colors like across cultures with you know gender segmented stuff. Like even if their clothing is pretty basic, there are certain things that like mm-hmm. would only be done for like if someone is like technically like a man or a woman or just a child. Like I don't know. That stuff's pretty common. I like the, the chastity, chastity belts everywhere. But I feel like women, or even just, or even just like women don't wear green. Right. Also, just or, I want to like for people who are not like you know fully reading this chapter and are just you know relying on our interpretation of it, just to give you a sense of how like kind of strange and jarring these rules are. The order of this particular passage, it's just like if you see an ox fell down on the road and it's not yours, like help the farmer bring it up. No cross dressing. If you find a baby bird, like you know, <laughs> let the mother go free, even if you eat her young and like steal the eggs. It's just this weird. It's like. I don't know. It's just these kind of very jarring, like, they're not really organized thematically. It's just like, and uh, another thing. Like, <laughs> and you can eat someone's grapes, but you're not allowed to take them with you. Yeah, you can fill up on grapes, which is disgusting. If you're getting full from also, eating grapes, you're sick. My, my favorite rule in the Bible so far is that, guess what? New construction has to have a safety rail. So Jewish. Okay. So Jewish. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, which is really just no more letting people fall off the roof. That's all that that rule is. Is hey, we let it happen one time, we're not doing it. Monoculture agriculture is the only thing that we can do now. It specifically says, look, when you plant a field, you can only do one kind of crop, um, lest the field become unholy to God. Um, and then basically after that, there's some pretty honestly horrible stuff about um what to do in cases of rape and when basically it's like a whole, it's like a couple paragraphs, basically it's, very it's dark. all about, yeah. When is rape also the women's woman's fault? And when is it not? Um, which if Timely. that's a thing, you well, can, yeah. yes, the official rule is that if a woman like is raped somewhere, sort of public where she theoretically could have called for help and then then the man and the woman both have to be put to death because she should have like called for help better but then if it's like in a big wide open empty field then she doesn't get put to death just like cool man like glad you also, made the field is, stipulation glad women this are is only yeah. this only pertains to to married women because if you're just an unmarried woman, then you just, the rapist just pays your father. Yes. Um, and yeah, that's how it, it ends. Yeah. Him. It's yep. pretty horrible. It was like, yeah, written by the. I NYPD. put in my notes that anyone who wants to take a, a vomit break can. Yeah. It's a worthwhile thing you quick, can do. Quick couple seconds here. Um, Yeah. Just remember when, remember that like there's lines like this when people are like, oh no, this is like, really important and it's a good like way of getting a moral framework for how you approach the world right just remember that that's the thing too is like you can have the cross-dressing line and like find a way to twist it and make it progressive but then you get two down like what do you do with this there's nothing yeah nothing what's up yeah you just have to throw it away to like make it work in the modern world and then you're like well if we can just toss some of it i mean this is a fundamental frustration i have with like particularly liberal kind of religious Jewish spaces where it is like 
hey man, you can't you can't basically say like, wow, there's so much richness that we have to like delve into with these lines or whatever, and then just be like, well, that one's not relevant, so we don't really talk about it anymore. Or it's like the Bible itself kind of treats all of these things as equal. So like intellectually, you probably at some level need to deal with this. And it's like, I would be, I think that like, I think I've moved past the point of being like, oh, it all has to internally make sense. Cause I just think like pointing out hypocrisy only can go so far. Or it feels a bit to me like being, oh, it's like when people call out like some politician who said one thing and did another thing, just like pointing out the hypocrisy is not going to do all that much. But where I get frustrated is when people treat it as a non-hypocritical thing and are just like, it says right here. So you have to do it. It's just because like some people treat it as if it's perfectly consistent and therefore you have to do something or some other opinion is just like wrong and immoral. So it's like, it's either perfect or it isn't. And like, you can't kind of have it both ways. I would say. Yeah. But this is still like probably progressive for when it was written. Like it was still probably coming from a place of like all rape is chill. And then you kill the lady after or whatever, the dude after so this is still like a step towards progressivism for the time. Yikes. Right. Like they, <laughs> this is them making a special stipulation for like, I guess you don't have to kill the woman if it was like way out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, that probably was like, oh, some lady got to like live because of that passage or whatever. Right. Sure. I did also read some interesting stuff that this is like the, um, the culture overall that they were that kind of like precedes the writing of the book of Deuteronomy was pretty patriarchal, but that like there are other scholars who've noted how like this is kind of a text where they sort of double down on some like misogynistic aspects where they like say that like there can't be female priests and like stuff that wasn't necessarily actually like put into writing at the time. And that some scholars are arguing are like, they're actually making a new practice of like no female holy people no matriarchs anymore we're not allowed to worship female deities anymore um and that this is like part of the transition into like the religion that we know now is these people being like basically trying to tie in like women having positions of power as being like a foreign idea mm-hmm. um like an Egyptian, not actually yeah. yeah or in this case like a canaanite moabite idea mm-hmm. um but, yeah, you know, that's, uh, yuck. <laughs> no good. Then it talks about um, what to do with people whose testes are crushed. Yeah, which is don't let them into the club, dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, Wait, how then, do you uh, get your testes crushed? S- soccer. <laughs> Me personally, I go with the mallet. Wrestling. <laughs> you got like call I mean, on your testes. Slam it in a dictionary. <laughs> a, a apple cart topples, you know. Um oh, yeah. Mouse there's, there's not much else here. We got <laughs> the board game. We're <laughs> a real mouse trap, it could be either one. If it's the board game I'm picturing, like they set up the marble and then it goes through all the things and then it hits you. And it has to be more <laughs> than a marble, marble again. It should be like, like a huge marble. But back then, marbles maybe were just rocks. 
That sounds, sounds like, like a game, game people would play. play. Yeah, no, like a giant life-sized game of <laughs> mousetrap. <laughs> An ancient Hebrew game of mousetrap. I mean, honestly, you see how people treat marital relations in this? Like, what what would you do for fun if that's what, you know, serious things look like? Yeah, it sounds like God is trying to be fun, but all he can think of is, like, stoning people in different ways. Wait, so what's like, the rule about, what's, what's the actual, actual rule about if you're... Uh, no one whose testes are crushed or whose member is cut off shall be admitted into the congregation of the Lord. Can I just say, this is kind of a tangent, but the first time I was like at a museum and I saw like an official museum plaque that said testes, I was like, they're called testes? I thought that was a cute little nickname. Yeah, that's no, kind of hilarious that because you knew exactly what they were. Yeah, testes. I've heard someone say it before. <laughs> But I thought it was like how Stephen can be Stevie, testicles can be testes. I wonder if there was one guy who just like everyone knew he crushed his testicles once, and then this was another law like about him. Like this one could be a little speaking specific. of Steve. Yeah, like we all know, we don't really want him around. Like the he, the literal Hebrew says, if you have your genitals crushed, you're not allowed to come in here. But the, what they meant was, fuck you, Steve. But. There's also, like, there's another rule a little later on about genitals and the crushing of them, which I guess I'll just say now, which is that if two men are in a fight and one of the men's wives tries to get involved by, like, crushing the other guy's dick and balls, you have to cut her hand off. Wait, if a woman gets involved? So, like, if if me and Josh started to throw hands, I don't I don't need to actually. I'm, I'm realizing how this needs to. We're not going to do that. But point is, so basically, if two men <laughs> are are fighting, yeah. So if two men are in the middle of an altercation, we'll use the cops cop speak. If two men are in the middle of an altercation and a, a and one of their wives gets involved oh, by grabbing okay. their genitals, by grabbing uh, the other think, guys, yeah, yeah. she wants to the save other guys. save the husband. <laughs> so she goes for the old the old uh, hard reset, as they call it. Classic wife um, move. Yeah, well, and the yeah. wild part is so then it says, "You shall cut off her hand. Show no pity." That is a commandment. What if? Okay. What if you cut off her hand and then the next time you get in a fight, she's just like whacking him in the dick with her nub? Mm. <laughs> that's true. That's a clever. Then what? That's fine. Yeah, it's true. You're not grabbing. I, th- I think at that point they're just like, she's determined. Yeah. <laughs> and also, that guy's got to stop being in fights where he's losing. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, your wife literally lost a hand. For and you, you. yeah, and you go right back. Um. All right, let's let's power through the rest of this. Uh, they have some stuff about uh, what to do when you're camping, uh, like going on a military expedition. One of the things is you have to bury your poo in a designated location. That's a good. That's a good rule. Not a bad one. Um, no, that no. Straight up, I'll say it's good. You can't just be fucking burning your poop wherever. Like, there's got to be some consensus on that. Otherwise, you poison the water. Um. You are not also if you're camping out on a military expedition and a runaway slave comes to your camp, you're not allowed to turn them into their owners. 
Um, interestingly, I thought that maybe it's a context thing, but it doesn't really say whose side it has to be on. Um, but then uh, no sex work for any of the Israelites. That's a big no-no. You're not allowed to charge interest to other Jews, but you can to non-Jews. Um, and then also what Geneva mentioned, you can kind of eat and your fill in someone else's vineyard or whatever, but you can't like, the general rule is like, you can't straight up like harvest it. It says like, you can eat grapes, but you can't take them with you. You can like grab a couple sheaves of wheat, but you can't like get a basket right. and a cigarette. It's like how start, like, knocking shit down. It's like how Olive Garden has unlimited breadsticks, but if you start like just pouring them into your backpack, someone's going to say something. Within reason. Um, it tells yeah. you you can't basically do wage theft. It's like if you're working with a, like a poor laborer, you have to pay them that day. Same day they need the money. Yeah. Well, that is too cool. Direct I think the uh, journalism bullshit. freelance pay structure could learn a thing or two, not to compare people to indentured laborers or whatever, but you know people no that's that's the weird the weird part about the bible that is consistent is that it is very pro like day wages yeah where it's like if you do work you get paid that day otherwise it's a fucking sin well i feel like the like the almost the only morally consistent part is it's sort of like we were slaves so like don't treat the lowest among you the very worst unless they're your wife is kind of the asterisk or like sometimes yeah or or someone who looks different than you but within their own little universe it's like yeah pay people save some food forgive their debts every now and then yeah which is not a like not a terrible principle and even though like don't charge jews interest like it would be cool if they were just like don't rip people off period but you know it's like not a not a terrible thing to be like support people not for your own gain but just because it's a good thing to do there's another two rules that i think are are generally good um like one of them that is not it's not even only for jews but like you're not allowed to take someone's livelihood as like collateral for a loan mm-hmm. like you're not allowed to trap someone in debt basically like you're allowed to loan people money and charge them interest but you're not allowed to make that debt impossible to pay um And then also that, like, if you're taking collateral from someone who's Jewish or, you know, I would like this extended to everyone, but like they get to decide what they put up for collateral, not you. You don't get to, like, look at all their possessions and be like, you know what, this is mine until you you pay out. Um, Which is kind of cool. Whenever you're harvesting stuff, you have to, like, leave a little bit for the poor in the community. It says the, the orphan and the widow and the fucking whatever the fuck um and okay so uh and then the last couple ones we have is if you have a brother who's married and then they die you have to marry your brother's wife and if you don't do that they get to hit you with a shoe and spit on <laughs> oh, you and then they give you a little um, nickname and like you're the family of the unsandaled one <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's i like that so they get specific. to take your shoe and they don't give it back no like that's permanent and you're not allowed to get another. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're, well, someone's gonna sell a sandal to the unsandaled one. Do you think that if you called them like the un like sh- unpantsed one or something by accident, then everyone would be like, "You did the nickname wrong." You throw rocks at you. Yeah, probably. Probably if you yeah. do anything wrong. <laughs> right As we've established, these are all nerds. They just can't wait to pounce on you. <laughs> yeah. It does seem like a weird, like, whoever has the best memory is going to win. Like, 
That's it, yeah. Right, like according to the regulations, part three. <laughs> that's a cre- yeah, that's creepy. I mean, it really does it lets you know that a bunch of fucking scholars and fucking priests wrote this. The people whose job it is is to know all the rules. We're like, what if we made it so that we we won every time? <laughs> Where it's like, what if, what if, in order to win the coin flip, it has to land on your coin? But if you don't say the magic word, then it doesn't. Then you don't. Wait, so, if, if someone, someone doesn't, doesn't want to marry, marry their brother's, brother's widow, widow, who's, who's does, does anyone, 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 anyone in the community, in the community just gets to spit in their face and slap them with their own sandal? sandal? Or does it, it have, have to be the widow herself? No, it has to be the wife. Okay, okay. that's, that's fair. Got to be the widow. Yeah, that's, that's fair. fair. But she's declaring it to everyone. It's like you gather the elders, she makes the slap. And well, that's the, the thing. thing. There's, There's another, another rule that, that like, like... Come look at this asshole. Yeah, at I'm this. about to take your shoe. <laughs> but, but she, she can't, can't grab, grab his testicles. testicles. <laughs> She'll get her hand cut off. That's if she's fighting another guy. It, but if it's her own reluctant hubby, and then, honestly, oh. then if she crushes it, then he's not in the congregation anymore. Uh. That's, that's, a, yeah, isn't it interesting that those two rules are both in there, but they don't really, really kind of have to make, make the connection, connection yourself. yourself. Like, like there's, there's no, no real, real, I don't know, I guess well, that's just There's grabbing speaks. and then there's crushing. <laughs> I feel like literally there's probably some rom-bomb out there who's gotten into this. There oh, sure. Where it's thread. like, you have to like it's okay to grab as long as you're not thinking about grapes at the time otherwise your intention is to then crush yeah and, and you, you can't, can't save, save them, them for later, later. Yeah. <laughs> wow Ew. yuck yikes well that's it that's um that's shelf team and kitetse anyone who, who who wants to talk about all these different rules and how they affect us in the modern world there's, There's another, another one that's, that's like, like if a man, man marries, marries a woman thinking she's a virgin, and like, but then he says she's, she's not, but then the, the parents are like, like supposed, supposed to prove it, it. and it's, it's just, just very, very it's like, like holding up a piece of cloth or something. Yeah, it's very like let's be feminists by humiliating this woman in like a court of law or whatever. Well, I guess what would, what's even the Bible fake feminism version of that? Like what? Because it's saying like, if if a man is lying, like if a man is lying and saying that she's by accusing her of lying about being a virgin, then he like there's a process in place for her parents to prove him wrong. Yeah, I suppose that kind of speaks to your point, Geneva, about how like maybe you know it's like horribly regressive, obviously because it's many thousands of years old. But like the idea that like a woman could be telling the truth at all. And it probably wasn't humiliating maybe at the time to be a virgin. It was like, oh, look how much no, of a virgin. Definitely, I'm. yeah. No, it's good. <laughs> well, I think it's also like that's the, the version, the progressive fake version or fake feminism of the Bible is that like, look, the, not only does a woman have the ability to tell the truth, it might be accurate and it's worth listening to. Come on. I wonder which wave of feminism that's aligned with. <laughs> Is it, it is it the one that whichever one is like yeah feminism but like fuck trans people yeah yeah, yeah it's <laughs> it's, it's Jewish, Jewish turfs. turfs wow 
Toys. Jerfs. Jerfs. <laughs> you went jerfs, I went toys. Interesting. Wait, what was it? Of two geniuses. Toys? Oh, just like, like, just because it's like an accent? Like the accent, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you went jerfs, I went toys. Wow. Except jerf would stand for Jewish. Oh, yeah. Oh, those are anti Semitic radical feminists, <laughs> quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> Who are like Jewish, Jewish women are everyone else is but jewish women are something else that's fun that's whimsical i mean there's definitely people who feel that way all jewish women are are trans great speak speak on that ayani (laughs) (laughs) no there's just care to elaborate i was the action of one rule for sure i was also just imagining like this dialogue happening in the Jubilong, um, uh, like boardroom or whatever, and that being the conclusion that they come to. <laughs> by just, just by like, like Jewish people malfunctioning, malfunctioning and overheating. I <laughs> <laughs> like Jews are oppressed, trans people are oppressed, all Jews are trans. Oh my god, uh, on the billboard, I could see that. that. Wow, <laughs> how long until? Well, depending on depending on how well your other channel goes, John, you might be able to make that happen. Is that your is that your propaganda channel? The Jubilon, yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't been cranking as many out lately, but well, you hit you hit everyone with some solid gold for a little bit, and everyone was tired of just having. I th- I thought of one that actually applies to what we were just talking about and could get me in trouble, but I think it's good. Um, the Shabbos bride has an Adam's apple. Okay. Not good. All right, edit that out. <laughs> What's a sh- oh the Shabbos bride is God? Wait, what? The Shabbos, Shabbos bride, bride is just is this just weird, weird way that at least where we went to camp, they would like anthropomorphize the concept of Shabbat and like the day. It's kind of romantic. It's like the day Saturday down low. Yeah. No, that's not just that's not just camp. That's like the um that's like the mystical tradition that like the rest is like the female aspect of God. Mm. And you like, hey, the Shabbos miracle is supposed to be fucking, so like you get to fuck Shabbat. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. The Shabbos miracle (laughs) is supposed to be fucking. I thought I had more to say about it, but I don't. That's the salt that makes the soup. Slap. Yep, there it is. <laughs> there, there we go. Now that's what I call salt. Yes. Wow. I do appreciate that. Uh, that the rule is like you're not allowed to play favorites with your kids unless you want to stone one, then it's fine. That's so true. That's like be about it. Rule. Like if you're gonna treat one differently, fucking kill the one you don't like. Yeah, it's like really anti-passive aggression. Yeah. You're not allowed to have a favorite, but you can absolutely have a least favorite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, because that it, like, it, like, paints a subjective. It's like, like, yeah, Horn, if there's a lazy drunkard piece of shit, then. I do like the idea of the Bible being like, yeah, I mean, everyone who's great is special in their own great, unique way, and you can't put a value on who's the best, but you can definitely put a value <laughs> on who fucking sucks. Yeah. That's, you know, there's some truth to that. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I, I'm not that interested in finding out what the woman who tried to run you over is like good at in her life. 
Yeah. Yeah, she was the worst person in the parking lot. Harder to yeah. define who's it's the like, best. Yeah, that's it. See, and that's why that's why everyone has to go to synagogue. For, for it's lessons weird like that, that Temple was like Fight Club. It was just kind of... <laughs> like <laughs> oh, in this, not in your current, not like in your life. Yeah, it really sounded like you were like yeah. Tell us like this all this experience we all had. It's like it's, it's so, so weird, weird that, that like. like when, when the grown-ups grown were in services, we would all go into one of the classrooms and beat the shit out of each other. other. No, <laughs> I own my blade in the blood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, true. Tyler Durden. Yeah. That dude's freaking loco. <laughs> Should we uh, wrap it up? Wrap it up. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I... Um, yeah, if you if you claim the Torah made you like an ecofeminist, this chapter maybe would scramble some of those notions. Because I feel like it has some of the most famous like bits that are supposed to be like the justice, justice, the don't cut down the trees, the like you know harbor, not harbor, like taking runaway slaves. Uh, but uh, the fruit trees do do very well in this bit of the Torah. The trees, the trees are, are crushing, crushing it. Which so, is not as much. Except for when they are, and then they get their hands. Shizzling. Crushing as in testicles. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, you know what? It's been an interesting one. We haven't done a blessing in a very, very yeah, long time. Does anyone want to do a blessing? This is a real... I'm really feeling the, the spirit here. Geneva, do Does you anyone want to bless these... Or, yeah, is it just my, my blessing for your future, your night? It doesn't have to be us. It could be the listeners. It could be yourself. It could be the world. Okay. Uh, here's, a, here's a blessing for everyone listening. May you walk uh, humbly and not check your phone because there's other stuff to do. Amen. Straight up. Bam. Yeah. Bam. You're missing your boss. The only time you need to check your phone is every other Wednesday when Smitey comes out on the podcast. App. And then you smash that five stars. <laughs> May that be the only punch time it. you touch your phone. Amen. Um, you can do it on Spotify. You can do it on Preach. iTunes. You can do it on fucking on on Podlingo. You can put it on fucking YouTube. Does YouTube do podcasts? Yeah. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> we could put it on YouTube. That's something we should do. But that is none of the listener's business. Don't you worry about that, listener. Don't. Put it on YouTube. Hey, come on. All right. All right. Um, um, bye. bye. <laughs> Wait, no. We should let Geneva plug whatever she needs oh, to yeah, plug. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, that um, nice. Geneva, Geneva and I have, I have a, a show, show in Park Slope. On the and second and fourth Tuesday of the month, every month, it's at a bar called Freddy's, and it is at 7:30 p.m. We should do a we should do a spiky field trip to New York City. Yeah, we should. Okay. The land of dreams. Cool. Mm -hmm. We don't have to, Josh. I might New York. Like, no, I'm, I'm actually going <laughs> to New York.